What's up, George? Like everything. Yes. Not a whole lot, but at the same time, everything. Everything. Just that, you know, just another, just another day, another week. It is. Another week by, has gone by. Tuesday, May what? 11th? 11th. Yeah. The energy of the last four days has been like, I think right now I'm feeling like I'm about to crash, you know, because like the energy of the last four days has just been really, it was a really great weekend. Yes, it was. It was a great weekend. Yes, it was. I mean, like, it's happening. Like, I know we talked about it last time. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. We're talking about how things are opening back up and all uh-huh. this. But now we've gone out. We've experienced it. Yep. And, like. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, so tell me. You start. Tell me about your weekend. Um. Let's see. So on. So I went and I spent the weekend with this guy that I'm seeing, and I stayed over on Friday night. And we went and got some stuff to make for dinner, and we just hung out, listened to music, kept it chill. Because on Saturday we were supposed to gather, and I was going to meet some of his friends for the first time. Um, fun, the fun little fact that I didn't know until. I think the morning of was that it was a bachelorette party. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Which is a very different vibe than just like, you know, hey, we're going to get together for, at the beach with my friends. Yeah. It <laughs> Had you ever met these friends before? I, so I know one of them because it happens to be his roommate, but it was like a girl in the group and she was she's getting married. So, yeah. And so, <laughs> like, so he's like, yeah, it's, it's a bachelorette party. Um, oh yeah, at the palace. Uh, what? He's like it's drag brunch. What? At eleven o'clock in the morning. At eleven a.m. drag brunch sitting on a Saturday morning. I was doing shots at ten thirty a.m. <laughs> of Jägermeister. Oh, bleh. Bleh. Tequila at eleven fifteen at the bar. Oh my god. Champagne at twelve thirty, and we were cracking up and like throwing money at the queens who were doing an amazing show. The energy was off the chain. Everyone was. It was great. It was. So much fun. Amazing. Yeah. The the girls the were great. The the bachelorette had a really amazing time. The the establishment was like great. It was awesome. They killed it. Knocked it out of the park. I definitely recommend anybody like wants to go and see a great show, go out to the palace, tip the girls. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. What day was that? That was Saturday. Saturday. Okay. So and then you're done by like, I wanna say I think it's been a two-hour show. I think by like one o'clock you're done. One or two, whatever. It's a little fuzzy. Right. <laughs> a little fuzzy. So then we're finished, and they're like, and I'm thinking that okay, so that that's a wrap on that's a wrap on that, and we'll just go out and you know we'll do our other thing. We'll we'll go up for the rest of the day. No, we're just gonna go to the we're gonna go to the Mondrian and hang out by the pool and order bottles of tequila. Okay. Uh, okay. And the next thing I know, I'm there, and like they have this. It's the 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 hotel pool bar is right on um, the edge of Alton Road, and the back face is the bay, and you can see all of Miami. And I'm like, Miami looks really pretty from this side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the view of Miami from this side of the world. <laughs> oh, so nice. Yeah, no, that's a yeah. it's an amazing view. Yes, it was really really pretty. That's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing, amazing, fun, very chill, very relaxed, like just 
very good vibes. Everyone got along. We got back. We ate some food. We just hung out for the rest of the night. Went to sleep super early. Woke up on Saturday, on Sunday. Fresh as a daisy. Really? Yes. Lots of hydration. Good water. Nothing reckless. Nothing crazy. We're adulting. In the zone. Killing it. I love it. In the zone. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Adulting. Yes. Okay. Okay. What do you you mean? Like you woke up like you were okay. You were ready to to be responsible. So it's one of those things where you're, you remember how to, you remember what it's like to have a good time. And then you also like have these, like you, the, the shadow of your reckless behavior kind of like it casts a long shadow. Right. Right. So you're like, I feel very aware of to not lose control. Does that make sense? Like there's always a, Listen, when you are when you're engaging with in adult behavior, you should be conscious of it. You know, you should not just let her rip. Right. Yeah. Um, of course. It's I don't know for what it's worth, especially if you don't want to feel like shit the next day. And like I knew that I was having I was gonna have to go and dog sit this weekend, so I was gonna have to move in on Sunday. So I was like, I need to. I cannot be. I cannot be a. Sh- I cannot be a wreck. Right. I guess that you. I mean, I would definitely like let her rip if I was like I don't have shit to do on Sunday or I'm on vacation. Exactly. You can like when you can plan the hangover into the into the weekend. <laughs> but like, it sounds like that's how it should be either way. It sounds like you had a great time. And why feel like shit on a Sunday if you don't have to feel like correct. shit on a Sunday? Right. And yeah. I think that's that's the, the spirit of I, what I believe in, of like adulting of like, OK, let me know my limits so I can have a good time, but still be functional the next day. Even if you have nothing to do, like why feel like shit if you don't have to? That's the spirit. That's what I'm talking about, yes. man. Yes. Good. So it was great. I had a great time and it's just been, it feels really, really good to feel good again. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a great weekend. It was fantastic. I mean, it was like, I played a, I played a gig at a place on Friday that you know, usually doesn't have a lot of people. It's a very family oriented vibe. So like it clears out very quickly. And usually by the time I'm finishing, there's like no one there. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those gigs. There's gigs where I play in front of over, you know, 100, 200 people. And then there's gigs where I play to the bar staff. And that's just kind of the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. But last Friday was different because we have a, you know, newly we have a group of friends that came out and from, you know, people that we know that mutual friends of ours. And it was a group of 10 people that came out and they were my audience. So it was like an intimate concert to my close friends and two other tables that were filled up. So it was a nice surprise because, you know, you're, you get used to this place being like playing to nobody. So that's what you expect. And you don't expect it to be a big deal. It's not going to be a lot of energy and you're just kind of like going, you know, rolling with the with the punches and uh and it turned out to be awesome and we had a great time and we hung out for a while afterward and um and then saturday i was invited to play at this festival in west kendall and that's that, really funny i'm sorry a west kendall festival festival in west kendall yeah what do we, what, are, what are we festivating what are we festivating uh what is the festivities n- in west kendall no masks oh yay <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was like uh 
like a let's let's get back to how things used to be and and uh so but no that wasn't the the <laughs> principle of it there was this tavern in there that's very popular in the neighborhood that's very very loved and cherished by the 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 people that live around there what's it called and it's called uh hate mondays tavern okay and uh, everybody was like trying to you know do their part and and donate stuff and and have like an event to raise money to help them because of you know how their Get business back on their feet after yeah their business down and, yeah, exactly yeah, yep. yeah. so business people. so i i i played another band played the, the the other band is the band that invited me saying hey we need another band we don't want it to just be one band can you play before us and i was like sure no problem completely donated no charge you know and mm -hmm. um and it was it was great we were playing and by the time my set was done, there was at least 200 people there. Holy shit. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome. Yeah. And, and I was, uh, and people were like really into it. And then, uh, there were some events in between the sun went down and then the other band started. And then, uh, the other band asked me to come up and play a song with them, sing a song with them. So I sang sex on fire by Kings of Leon. Yeah, you did. And it was just the energy was like it was it was crazy and uh, there's videos but the video doesn't doesn't do it justice of the energy because the videos are of the stage but uh but man it was like people it was just great man like i got a little emotional i'm not gonna lie because it was like people were just out they were ready let's do this everyone's doing their own thing some people are wearing masks some people are not everyone's okay with it nobody's calling each other out everyone's just living doing having a good time together and and it was there was a point in the song where i like held this note for a really long time and i had just been singing for two hours so that was like already kind of really demanding right there but i just said what can i do different on this song right what what can i do to like stick out and so there's this part of the song at the end where it holds where it's like where where the 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 guitars pause and it's just the drums and it's like boom 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 Nah, that voice yes, is shot right now. Like we're gonna get a. What do you think, audience? Should we, get, should we get Carlos to just go ahead and give us this moment that will definitely be going viral pretty soon? Yeah, everyone wants to hear it. Yeah, we do. I don't know. I can't do it right. Anyway, my voice is shot. But well, listen, it's like, I I watched that video. The video is it is I got emotional watching the video. So the energy com translates through. You okay, see good. It when and I. I'm a big, 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 big fan of live music, of artistry, of people, performers, people like being in that moment, being like 100% connected to the truest form of who you are, delivering all of that, giving everything. It's like, to me, it's a privilege to get to watch that. You get into a flow of your own, of what you're, you know, you're comfortable doing and you get into a good flow of it and, and you just... It's a it's an amazing energy. It's I'm a like, fucking fanboy of talent. I'm gonna tell you something. And seeing things, seeing like getting to sit next to you, knowing that you can do that, is like this is my friend, guys. <laughs> yes, this is my friend. That's my friend. <laughs> do you see my friend on, on the video? The video's going viral. <laughs> yeah, our whole gym has seen it. It's viral. <laughs> yes, dude, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Yes, 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 absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, it was it was it was a mind blowing experience. I I can't thank those guys enough. I was like messaging them and like, hey, thanks for having me up there and like, um, you know, kind of you know let me you know really kind of kick ass on that song, and 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 just have you know they were like, dude, we're honored to have had you and like you know mm -hmm. obviously you're you you're a very seasoned 
musician uh, and 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 you seasoned yeah you've been around for a long time what? and no no they meant it in like a very like good like they that's it, like a very pointed statement from what generation are they are these gen zers no how about to drag these people carlos no 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 they're great they're okay. they're our generation are they yeah yeah no they mm. were great they meant they're them. not like gen x adjacent Nope. No, they're okay. not. They're no, not no, like no, no. some, you know, ex zillennial. No, I'll tell. I'll I'll put it to you this way. One of their covers is "Losing My Religion" by REM. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Gen X AF. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, they they were they were very genuine, very cool, very authentic. Awesome. And they were like, "You, dude." They're like, "We've been following you for years, even before we were a band." You know. So they've seen me play with other bands. So like, you know, it was cool. It was cool to like. It was just an honor. It was very humbling. You know what I mean. Um, and it was just, I, I, I loved it because there's something that happens when you, when, I, when, when the music starts, that's it. Like you just, you zone out. It becomes like automatic. Do you always feel the same way after like a great set? Like the feeling's the same. So to you, it's like amazing. Or are there sets that you feel are more special? Yeah. Yeah. The, the sets that are more special have everything to do with the crowd interaction. You know, um, so much has to come together to for there to be like the perfect dynamic between the performer and the crowd mm -hmm. that when you have a night like that and the energy is there and it's reciprocated, it's it's cyclical. Right. So th the crowd is responsive. I become more intense. The more intense I become, the more responsive mm -hmm. they become. And it just reaches this level of intensity that is like it's insane like people will pull me aside afterward and be like dude i felt like you grabbed onto me and never let go the entire night and that's cool because in order for that to happen you have to get the right demographic of people you have to get people who appreciate the songs i'm covering you know people who are open-minded because you know there's like music snobs you know like oh i'm covering that oh of course you would cover that song oh that song is so oh, you know and it's like okay well at the end of the day there's a musician playing music and we should just appreciate that right um, then you have other times where people walk up and they're like, okay, but do you know Hotel California? Hold on a second. You know? Stop. When was the last time that happened to you? Two weeks ago. Shut up. Fuck that person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, person who's listening to this, if that was you, you can go fuck all the way off. <laughs> I, I learned I, to under, like, people don't under, you are, did you just sit down? Yeah. No one comes to your job and tells you how to fucking flip your burgers, Sonny. It happens all of the time. And and it's it and I get uh, you know, I get secret <laughs> enjoyment out of it because like I know that they think that this is my living. Like they when you know, they'll never imagine that I'm a professional who, you know, like supports a household and like, you know, like has a career and But let's just say that like, let's so just say that it funny. is. But you don't work for them. Oh, right, 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 you know, right. You're not a ju you're not a jukebox. I'm not a jukebox. You're not a jukebox. Yeah. You know, and yeah. if they would like to be, if they, they would like to book you, they could. Right. And they can leave you a whole list of songs that you can play on demand yeah. for the, for a good rate. Oh, yeah, man. It, it's so funny with the years how direct I've gotten, you know. So if I have my sarcasm, 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 if I have my sarcasm, sarcasm. if I have my sarcasm, sarcasm hat on, they'll be like, hey, can I request something? And I'll say, absolutely. If I know it, I'll play it. And then they'll say it. And I'm like, I don't know it. I'm sorry. I don't know it. Oh, come on. How do you know? That's my favorite. How do you play guitar and not know that song? And I'll say, because I fucking hate that song. 
it's a really outplayed, awful song. And I, I know I was just talking about m- music words. snobs, but uh, what are the <laughs> most traditional ones that I, I mean, Sweet Home Alabama, oh, God. Um, Margaritaville, Hotel California. This think, is like jam bandy, like karaoke. I've doing never piano is bullshit. I've like, never which learned is not a bad place, but nonetheless, no, no, yeah, exactly. But I've never learned any of those songs, and 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 then it's like. And I understand that not everybody understands music. Like, if anybody who understands music listens to the songs I'm playing, the logical thing would be like, dude, this guy does not play Hotel California. <laughs> you know, like, that's, I, I'm playing, like, different kinds of genres. But, you know, you got to understand that not everybody's... What, Don Henley is in your vibe, man? <laughs> Actually, I, I do Boys of Summer. Okay. Yeah. So, um... Or what do the kids say? You don't fuck with Don Henley? Yeah, yeah. You don't, well, you don't fuck with Don Henley? <laughs> yeah, but it hits different. Yeah, but it hits different, yo. Um, listening to Sade in the gym yesterday, uh, this earlier last, at some point last week, mm-hmm. someone decided to talk, someone was talking about Sade, and the next thing you know, Danny's putting Sade on mm-hmm. in the gym. And some, like, twinkling chinka, not, no, child, like, kid, was weightlifting. He's like, yeah, I fucks with Sade. Oh! And I was like, what? What do you even know? She's the queen, but yeah, it's it's you know talent yeah. transcends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's she's the, she she is the queen. You know, there's a lot of like queens. She's the queen. She's like the everything soul. Well, we like stay above the fray, right? Like you've never heard of like Shadé drama. Nope. You never heard nothing. You nothing. Know her songs. She just is a beautiful person, beautiful woman who has an angelic voice with great songs. What's your favorite Shadé song? One one one. You got one shot. Uh, Paradise. Yeah, yeah. I, I. What but about this, you? Is that sweetest taboo? No, no, no. Paradise. Paradise. No. Paradise. Is it a crime? Oh, that's like the really slow, like. With that big jazzy jazz sax in the beginning. Yeah, that's that's. Undeniable. I call those undeniable. So, like it doesn't matter. Like some people, there's music snobs, and then there's hard-headed music fans, which means that I identify so hard with one category of music that it's scary for me to say I like Shade. You know, because it's like, what does it say about me? Mm-hmm. And that obviously goes much deeper than that. It goes into insecurities and validation, feeling the need to fit in, whatever, mm-hmm. all that stuff, psychological, blah blah, whatever. But you know, but so the, it when I encounter people like that, I go, dude, I'm sorry. This is undeniable. You cannot like music and not like this song. This song needs no. to turn everyone on in some shape, way, or form. You know, but one thing you can't say is that it sucks. Like you can't. You no. know, and uh, and there's there's a lot of songs like that. You know, and it's it it it's unfortunate. You know, when when people like, yeah, some people do sometimes, sometimes treat me like a like a jukebox. But then, you know, I just give them a look and I just kind of like, oh, oh, come on, seriously, you know, and or I'll say things like, dude, it's been 40 years since that song was released. You can't come up with something else like, come on, man. I think no, I'm not going to play that song or my favorite answer. This is my favorite answer. I know how to play it, but I'm not going to. I hate that song. And keep that's it moving, it. Sunny. Thank, keep, keep it moving, moving. Keep, keep it moving, moving sir. Thank you. thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for coming, guys. Thank you. I'll come to your office on Monday and tell you how to do your job. Thanks.
Yeah, whatever yeah. your reports that yeah. I do on Monday, you may as well get cracking on them. Right yeah, now. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm very happy to report though that in 13 years of playing music out in Miami, that's only happened a very, very, very small percentage of time. I would say at a good 90 percent of the time, it's been great vibes. You know, it's been really nice. And I and and when you have that interaction, you have the right demographic of people that enjoys the type of music you're playing, that feels the energy, that understands your interpretation of the song. And they get that even though it's a cover, you are using your creative outlet to create your own version of that song. And they appreciate that, that energy. Oh, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. And then it keeps me, you were talking about being in the zone. It just keeps me in that zone. I like getting pulled in by an artist. I love being in, I, whenever I see someone, like whenever I'm in a room and there's an artist singing, I will always like give them the respect that as artists, right? Um, but sometimes whatever's going on on stage isn't really pulling me in. So I can easily just like enjoy the music and be somewhere else. Yeah. Right. But when they do something vocally, that makes me like put my phone down. I'm like, oh, there you oh, go. We're gonna, oh, we're gonna do that. Yeah, oh, you haven't doing, seen me play, oh, right? We're doing that? No, you had never seen me play not live. No, not live and not at full intensity. No, I'm sure. No, that's not true. I have seen Miller. I mean, I used to watch Miller Road all the time. Oh, at, okay. At Bougainvillea. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. all the time. That's how I know about. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. a singer of that band. Yeah, I. Shut up, really? <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Yeah. For real? For real. Come on. <laughs> yes. I, but it's just such a different time in my life. And to be, I can't wait to see you, who I know, do that and like be there and scream and yell and point in your face like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you are singing that. That's my friend, folks. That's my friend. That's my friend. That's my <laughs> podcast host. That's, I know him. I go to his couch. I pet his dogs. It's my friend, guys. My friend. Uh. It's so nerve wracking when people I know go. You know, it's like a mix of like. You guys, you guys are super nervous. Relax. Shh. Like it. It's like this. Like I want to express gratitude. I want to like acknowledge that out of all the things to do in Miami, you chose to come here. I want it. It's like, I don't know. Like I get very like, not you weird. You understand that everyone there is only there to give you love, right? Have you ever thought about that way? I don't know. I don't think so. An easy way when I get nervous before a situation, um, like, like walking out onto the weightlifting platform, okay. I used to get really nervous. And then one day I thought, George, everybody in this room just wants to make, is here to support you and give and sending you fucking love. To get that bar over your head. No one wants to see you fail. You're not going to fail. It's going to be amazing. And I just was like, all of a sudden it went from being scared to like walk out there or scared to miss to like, yes, we are. I like that. Yes, we are. Everyone here just wants to see you succeed. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't. Definitely- you're in the situation where like you're, everyone's there to like, like, can't wait to watch you do what you do. All right. Well, I'm, right. I'm I'm playing all the time, so you can come and watch whenever you want. Yeah. And I have different sets, like different ways that like the I'm playing this Friday, and that's more of just me singing. Like I play guitar in like six songs. 
And that's just more of like vocal action. And then the other one is vocal action, but I play acoustic guitar the entire time. So there's like different formats that I play, different song selections too. Will they, you're not, our audience won't hear this podcast before you record, before you, before Friday, right? Because we, the way that we, yeah, throw, will yeah, 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 it'll be released. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. So yeah. come out on Friday. All right. <laughs> Friday, May Friday 14th. 14th. Yep. Friday the 14th. See? 14th. Already lucky. Lincoln's Beard. Lincoln's Beard. Yeah. Be there. What time? 9.30 to 11.30. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be cool. And uh, so I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. You know, it's so funny. You, you posted something and tagged me in it. And it was something, I don't know what. And one thing was. Tell me something about you that nobody knows or say something about yourself that nobody knows. Oh, I know okay? exactly what you're talking about now. And and I didn't answer because I said, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. And then it hit me like two days later that there is something that that I've gone through that nobody that nobody knows about me. Are you going to reveal it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem. When I was 27 years old, I was in a band called Caravaggio. And I was uh, I was not the singer. I was the guitar player. And Sony Music grabbed an interest in us. And they took us to a meeting in a boardroom at Sony on Lincoln Road. Uh-huh. And they said that our music was great and that we're very talented, but we don't have a look. And then they pointed, they pointed at me and they pointed at the drummer and they're like, both of you need to lose weight. (laughs) And you guys don't have a look. And I was like, this is the music business. And I had not. What year was it? 2004. Yeah, that makes sense. 2004 2005 somewhere around there mm-hmm. and and that was that was when i learned about the music business that's when and then that's when i went crazy researching you know and said all right let's just say i were to make it quote unquote make it mm-hmm. is it the life i want and you and you start researching the music business and i and i started understanding why it is so atrocious and why artists are miserable and i started seeing the numbers and how the artist is the last one to get paid and that the label owns you and i was like oh so you don't you mean to tell me this is like the 27 year old version of me you mean to tell me or oh no i was younger i was like 24 um that i if i if i were to make it i can't just say hey guys let's go on tour no, it's like the label knocking on your door going, it's time to leave. I, I don't care about your family situation. I don't care about if your wife is about to have a baby. I don't care about any of that. Yeah, no, you record the you, album and you, then you tour the we're album. We're going. There's a tour. But you we're, have to support the album. Yeah, you but have we're, to pay yourself. Yeah. We've already fronted all this money. You have to yeah. pay us all back. Like, yeah. That's how these things I had work. no idea at that time. Oh, got it. You know, and I was so like sad and disappointed that they acknowledge talent but looks were more important than talent. Well, at the end of the day, they're in the business of making money. And, sure. And the product is music. And you are just a person that happens to have that, a product that they were interested in pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like for them, for these big companies, it's always about the bottom dollar. So it's like, how much money do we have to put in? And is it worth, are we going to get enough back? 
Right. And right, that, right, right. that margin isn't at the right number, that to them it's just not worth it. And it has nothing to do with fucking talent. And, and all is, of everybody, that. Everybody knows. But let me tell you this. I didn't know at the time. That's so that's what you led know me. What you have now? What? The look. Nah. Hey. Nah. Yes, nah. absolutely. There is not this. This isn't like where is it? Where's it at? Mm. What's going on? Well. But that's it. I aged out. I aged out. I understand that there is like there. There's also a youth is a commodity in the music business. Oh and hell so, yeah! So like you know, Shawn Mendes and all these like even the Jonas Brothers are veterans now. You know, yeah, for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. So I get I get all of that, and it is a daunting thing, and it is like when you think about when you start to measure success. Um, with other people's rulers, I can see how it can be discouraging. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, what I my challenge to you is to remove that. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. The way in the format that I do it now, I have no complejos. Complex. Um, I have. I have no like the format I do it now. I could do it till I'm seventy and I'll be all right. You know. But it was interesting because a lot of people went in their drunken state after a show will say. How have you not been discovered? Like, how has no one heard of you? Like, how, you know, you should be playing stadiums. Like, you should be making it. And I look at them and I go, it's not a life that I'm interested in. Like, I had to, like, do, like, self-exploration. I had to realize that I loved being a family man. I loved being around for my kids. Like, I can't imagine touring eight months of the year. You know, I can't. I, it wasn't the life for me. It wasn't in the cards for me. And I'm happy about it no regrets you know and you know it's funny because i have like that one moment that i had saturday night but everything becomes a job like if i had that moment seven days a week or four days a week for eight months it wouldn't feel the same towards the end i understand that you know and uh but it doesn't have to be that moment i think the i think the the shift here is and this is i mean i'm just talking like we're having the talks um, yeah we're having I the think talk. the shift here would be, and the challenge would be, um, it doesn't have to be repeat. Like it's not the same moment. It's always a new one, right? With a new thing and creating yeah. new music. And do, I mean, are you interested in creating new music? Yeah, but not 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 for purposes of making it. You know, like no, no, not- no, no, no. I don't think that's the point. I think the focus becomes like I, I. When it's easier to like, recording music is difficult. Recording music and the, and the, and it's expensive. And so and to and to produce like an uh you know, to produce a track to be able to drop onto these platforms so that people can hear them is not a cheap endeavor. Well, uh, yeah, I've invested. A, I have a couple tracks on Spotify uh-huh. and I recorded them at home. But yeah, I spent a lot of money on yeah. on gear to do that. Correct. Yeah. And it also takes a lot of time. Sure. And yeah. so when you're doing other things to live the life that you want to do and do the things that you want to do, it takes away from like you don't you only have so much time in the day and, and the pie can only be divided so many ways. That's correct. And so your pie is already divided and you love the way your pie is. Yes. If you had more time to make music and your pie was this because it was the music was bringing in revenue so that you can alleviate something else. Would you be willing to do that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. But. That's just not where I'm at right no, now. No, no, I yeah. Yeah, no, I, that I understand. But yeah, yeah, I would. I mean, of course, um, you know. It, but it's I do believe that there's people in our generation that need music that they like, and and it would have to come from one of their contemporaries. 
So I do believe that there's a market out there, like uh, a certain style of music that people in their mid thirties and on can like really appreciate. Like, well, obviously for everyone, but some people like people are like, you know, you reach a point, right? Men of a certain age, mm-hmm. you know, you reach a point where you appreciate the newer stuff, but it doesn't resonate with you. And, and you kind of miss like what music used to sound like when, you know, you were growing up or when you were coming up in the world or whatever. And so I think that is why this is my opinion. This is why I believe that a lot of people after the age of 35 get into country music because country music isn't, it is country music, but it really, really dances on that line between like blues rock with like a twang. It's not like the country music from when like we were kids. Um, so, and I think that's why, because it has this familiarity to it that people like. So, <laughs> I love country music. Oh, well, it's no, that's not true. It's not a whole, it's not a true loathing, but it's, you know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but it all starts down to sound the same after a while. But that's everything else too. It's storytelling in a way that right now there's just not like the sound of music that we liked because like rock. Like I don't even know what rock music sounds like today. I couldn't name you like. Well, everything is vague right now. Everything is just kind of hip hop right now. Huh? Uh, Everything is hip hop right now. Um, But um, I haven't heard hip hop in. I mean, I've heard like the new type of rap, but I haven't heard hip hop in a while. The genre is hip hop. Okay. The genre is just hip hop. It's still called that. Yeah. Mm Hmm. Even though it sounds the way it does now? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> okay. All right. That's like the meme of Nas and Lauren Hill. Like, look, I guess listening to some. Oh, I saw that. saw that. And they're, and they're like, like what they the fuck? Yeah. Like, they should call it. Well, they do call it something else, right? A mumble rap. Yeah. And there's other terms, too. Like, there's other, like, I guess, subcategories. Of course. Of course. This, I mean, the, rock, the rock genre has yeah. a ton of different. So we can Yeah. It. It's definitely not like Wu-Tang... You know, Tribe Called Quest, Biggie, You know those are Tupac. all our grandparents now, right? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> you know, but what I'm saying is, yeah, they're all grand. But what I'm saying, that style that they have, yes. of like, you know, eloquent, being Listen, able to the understand what they're saying. The streets are different. The sounds are different. Yeah, the of course. are different. These people are creators. Everybody else is just like, is being influenced by the creators. Like, And I'm and not knocking it. There's songs that I like. And, and so I'm not knocking it at all. And, and and I think if there's one thing about aging gracefully is to not be that get off my lawn, that music sucks person. Yes. You got to you got to stay open as a musician. I would be a hypocrite if I didn't keep my mind open to new music and new styles and how they've recreated, you know, because I, I, you can try to recreate Tupac. But would people buy that album? I mean, Tupac was. Tupac, why are you trying to recreate that? Yeah, don't need to, you know? So, yeah, so I I value that. And as somebody who hasn't written a lot of his own music, who am I to judge, right? So I'm, I, you know, I I appreciate it and I I value it. I don't knock it. Whenever they play stuff at the gym, I'm not making fun of it or saying, what is this crap? Take it off. I'm always like, hmm, all right, keep it on. If this is what you want to listen to, I'm down, you know? I don't ever make fun of the music, but I do troll the person who changes one very good genre of music for one very, like, (laughs) mediocre genre of music, which happened last week. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were, like, listening to, like, some 90s, whatever, and something... 
Baby One More Time was on the was on the, the oh, loudspeaker, and someone just no. didn't click and turned it to some other like whatever. I don't even know the name of the person that that of whatever was played next. They turned off Britney Spears, they, and they, you were in the gym. You were there. We were all playing, and I just booed. I was like, boo! Oh my gosh, that's a yeah, big no no. Totally, I was. It was. You got to know your audience. It was unacceptable. That's what I almost did. Tell me at least that it was a coach that switched it. Nope. No. Is how I felt. Oh my gosh! <laughs> is what I told them to do <laughs> when they left. Um, no, there was not. It was just another member. Okay. Okay. But well. after I told them, we wa- we moved along. Oh, I was okay. Done working out. I was hypoxic after that workout. You were what? Hypoxic. What does that mean? When you when you have so much when you like run out of you feel like you run out of oxygen and you're like up and your head starts to like kind of hurt and it's like wah 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 feeling. When was this? What? Oh, last week you said. Yeah. Okay. I did like a fifty. I did that a workout with Carlos with uh, with Oscar. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, he took me there. We worked out together yesterday. Yes, we did. Ah. I've been popping in and out. Yeah. I, I'm not like strictly powerlifting right now because of this hamstring. So I found like. My own little hybrid of fitness to be able to do all the things I want to do, and I happened to, and I lost ten pounds, so I'm under two thirty again. Look at that! Come on, come on now! Come on, summer body! Look, <laughs> yeah, I was doing burpees, and I looked at the corner of my eye, and you were doing them too, and I was like, oh, he's doing the workout with us. I had enough time to do. I didn't have enough time to do like a full cardio session, and then I just looked at the workout, and I was like, I bet if I do this unloaded. My here was my goal. You had started. You guys had started the workout. Three, two, one, go. And I looked at. It, I was like, Oh fuck! I could have done this. And I was like, I'm gonna do this, like unloaded, just body weight. Body down. weight. And my challenge is to catch everybody because uh. it was supposed to be as fast as possible, and it, you rest one to one. Right. So if I my splits got faster, I would eventually catch up to all of you. So did you? I did. I beat all of you. You did? <laughs> yes. It was a much easier workout with without the implements. Yeah, well. very, very, very. But I was just like, just get them, just get them, just get them. Push, 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 fast, fast. fast I fast, loved fast. it. I loved it, it. I was just like was knocking the reps out, and I was. I used the fifties. I used the seventy-pound kettlebell. I was on fire. Anytime I can do burpees and feel as good as I do that day is like a good day. It's a good day. That's how I knew it was like a good workout for me. I'm like, because these fifteen burpees do not feel bad right now. Right. right. And they were playing some music that was, I don't know what it was. I don't remember the music. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, um, and I have kids that keep me up to date on to like what's, what they think is good and what's not good. And, you know, so it's really cool. I love being in the, I went through this. We talk about this all the time. I know it's not the first time, but I love being in this phase in my life that I experienced with my parents where I wish, you know, the whole, I wish I would have grown up in your era. Like my kids are saying that to me now. Yes. Like your era had the best music. Your era had the best this. Your era Did had you the tell best. Your parents that I you was. That way? Oh man, I, yeah, I was a '60s and '70s. Oh my gosh, when I got into music at around 11 years old, uh-huh. and I went from like buying like the top 10 cassettes at Specs and mm-hmm. like you know like and then one day, oh, oh, it was when I moved to Chile. When I moved to Chile, a lot of the people there were into like Pink Floyd. Led Zeppelin. That's when I got into these bands, the Beatles. That's the first time that I was introduced to all this music. And I remember that's when I learned how to play guitar. That's what got me started learning how to play guitar because I desperately wanted to play like Jimi Hendrix. And, you know, I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's not coming to me right now. Oh, Motown. Motown was like I grew up 
listening to a lot of Motown because my dad is a fan of Motown. Same. So that was always playing in the background. That's yes. why at my shows I'll play like, you know, I'll, I'll play things by yeah, songs by different Motown artists. And Bee Gees was another thing that was playing in the background. That's why I play a lot of Bee Gees songs now. Um, it's because well, it, rem- I mean, it reminds me of my childhood. What's you his know? name? Aaron Gibb? Is that yeah, him? Yes. Something yeah. Genius. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Genius. Genius. genius absolutely. So so I, I remember learning and like being presented with all this music. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I grew up in the wrong era. Like this is it called it called to me so, so like. My in, soul. Yeah. That I, I looked at my parents and I'm and, I, and they became like my. Like, hey, tell me who was at Woodstock. Like, you know, not they didn't go to Woodstock, but they were like, you know, following and like, and they were like trying to like, you know. Woodstock was the like was a was a was definitely like a a mythical event to me growing up. This yeah. idea of this like free love festival and everyone like running around naked and the and the music and the rock and the fashion and the it was always this. And it wasn't, I mean, and music festivals, I feel like growing up weren't a real thing. Like Lollapalooza was like the first real festival I remember growing up and being like a popular thing that yes. people did. But it was like a tour. Yeah. It wasn't like a destination. It wasn't a destination. Yeah. I mean, the, the story of Woodstock's really cool. When we went to upstate New York, we stayed right on the grounds where Woodstock took place. Mm-hmm. And that was really, that was a really cool experience. Uh it, it, it's uh oh yeah and then yeah, it, the hippies it, were like a cool thing that every every kid wanted to be a part of oh yeah yeah it was i i remember telling my parents that all the time and it's and i love i love playing the numbers games with years yes you know so i love doing that whole thing where i'm like oh my god i can't believe that i got into music in 19 that that era of music into in 1991 and woodstock was 1969 so that is 22 years mm-hmm and now we're in 2021. 22 years was 1999. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. Like, when I was growing up, Woodstock seemed like such a long time ago. That perspective shift. That right? perspective shift. It's so cool to think like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it as like some kind of like self-punishment of like how, oh, I'm so old. No, I, I love playing when I like, I love it. I love that. Like, you know, when people are like referring to Pearl Jam as classic rock i'm I, I think it's hilarious i'm like that's fantastic oh my god i remember my parents saying things like i don't remember i don't i don't feel old right and i can relate to that now more than ever yeah doesn't i mean there's moments where i definitely feel my age because we'd be aging but the spirit doesn't you know i don't yeah no until that like joy and and it comes out it's with especially with music music definitely gets me going and feeling really good like that yeah i mean when it's not until the prefrontal cortex of the brain fully develops that you understand what old really is (laughs) before that you say 30 and you're like oh my god a person's super old 40 oh my god you know like it's like you're you're here you are 17 18 or you're in your early 20s and I remember I've told this story before on this podcast where I had a, a female friend of mine in college who was 21. She started dating a 30 year old and I was like, I was trolling him, like making so much fun, like the old man, where's his cane, blah, blah, blah. Like what a dick, right? Um, <laughs> so 21. So 21, right. And then like after like around 27, 28, I started realizing, oh, you know, 40s, not that. Oh, oh, now I get it when someone's 45 and it's like no young i remember like so, oh he's so young like when somebody's like oh he had a heart attack at 45 <gasps> so young and i'm so like young. shit that ain't young but now i'm like yeah it is young <laughs> yeah 
yeah so music but music is really cool in that way and 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 i and and i just roll with the punches and whatever people consider to be good now i give it a fair shot well you know what madonna said right what music makes the people come together <laughs> that there you go all right hey carlos yes where can they find this podcast? Oh my gosh. Where can they find this podcast? Because... We didn't even talk about that. We need to talk about that before we finish today. All right. So... So, New Look, Same Us. New Look, Same same Us. And we changed the, the handle. Yes. To our Instagram. And yes. it is now at Mawaka Podcast. Yes. You can find us on Instagram. I love it so much better, by the way. I, I, I think it's... Makes thank sense. you, George. George was like, we had a great recording. We're very proud of the last episode. If you haven't caught it, please go listen. Um, And we were just like fired up. And George went home and he was so excited about this recording that he couldn't sleep and did a whole revamp of our marketing. And I'm grateful to you. I loved every single thing you did. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm really glad that you liked it all after I did it all and posted it all. (laughs) And then it was like, oh, by the way, I just... (laughs) I got carried away like 11 o'clock the next morning. By the way, do you like what I did? Cause I was hoping cause I already did it. Cause I already posted it. <laughs> Whoops. No, no, no. I, I, I loved it. So at Moaka podcast, but I believe that our website's still the same, which oh, is, yes. Our URL is Mo- still Moaka media, Moaka media.com. All right. And we're in the works of, yeah, we're sorting we're all that out. And I am, you can find me at carlos.escanilla for my personal page and and therapy page. And for my music, it's at carlos305music and George. And you can find um, me on Instagram at George I. Sanchez. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.